All right. Hello, people of Earth. My name is Marissa Hagler, and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm here today with my sister. Um, hi, I'm Sienna Hagler, and my pronouns are also she, her. So today on the podcast, I think that we, well, Sienna actually, because our first topic failed. <laughs> so um, we originally wanted to talk about motivation, and then Sienna had some issues with figuring out what motivates her. So we decided to cut that. <laughs> And she ended up deciding that she wanted to talk about breakups for teens. And I think that this is a very strong, heavy topic. So we're starting it out strong. So I know both of us have gone through some pretty bad breakups. We've had some pretty good relationships too, but man, those those breakups, they really get us, right? (laughs) Yeah. So what's something that helped you? I guess, do you want to tell the story of how, like what your breakup, your worst breakup was, I guess? Um, so, I had someone very special to me, and they kind of just left me out of nowhere when quarantine started. We had some rough patches, and we were best friends for three years, dated for only four months. And then, the beginning of quarantine, I took him to my lake house for a little. And then, the day we got back, he ended things. And I guess it kind of just, like, took me as a shock, because I wasn't really ready for it. Like, if I was prepared, I think I wouldn't have been in such a depressive state that I was in. Do you think, what month was that? That it was March. March. So it was like right when quarantine started. Yeah, March twenty second. Oh, the we know the exact date. <laughs> <laughs> That's not healthy. That's okay. I Yellow. know the same one too. It's fine. Um, but do you think COVID had anything to do with it, or do you think it was just um, the loss of feelings? Because I know that that's really common for kids our age. Yeah, I think. I honestly think that me and him were struggling a little bit staying together because we kept breaking up and then getting back together because we just couldn't stay away from each other. So I think that that was probably a big part of it, but also going in quarantine, not being able to see each other, like, um, his phone wasn't always on, like, he couldn't call anymore, his, like, microphone broke, so I think that was a big part of it. So the lack of contact and communication was really difficult? Yeah. Okay, so then going into that, what was something that was helpful? Because I know that you really struggled with, you know, getting your life back on track because you kind of let your whole life revolve around him. And is that something, do you agree with that? You kind of like, yeah, I, <laughs> you kind of I, let your whole <laughs> life be defined by him. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, I think I did that because we were just, we were best friends for three years. Like we knew everything about each other. Like he's been there through everything kind of yeah. within those three years of middle school. So it was kind of nice having someone that I thought wasn't going to leave. And then honestly, the way I like got out of it was just talking about it because I held it in for a few months just cried every night in my bed. <laughs> you know, the normal. <laughs> no, so. it should not be normal. It should not be normal. That's that's what this is about, is that you should not cry in your okay, bed well. <laughs> for months on end because well, of a breakup. That's over, so. Um, but, yeah, I think just waking up at a certain time every day. Like, I tried to wake up before 9.30 every day is what me and my therapist had, like, agreed on. And it was kind of nice to do that, getting up and actually seeing the sun before it hit noon well do you think having a therapist was helpful i know you you've also struggled with your i think i think she was helpful in some circumstances do you think that in general like having a therapist is good for someone like that needs to talk about those things because i know because we're getting you a new therapist now and so you're gonna you're gonna get to start over and it's kind of hard to start over with a new therapist, but therapy, it's also nice. therapy is something that definitely is helpful. So, yeah. like, going through a breakup, struggling, 
seeing a therapist is so helpful because it's somebody that's outside of your life who you can then tell things so you can kind of choose what you tell them but in the end like the therapist has an outside perspective which is really nice yeah I agree with that I think that I have I was diagnosed with um really bad depression and ADHD so I guess having a therapist helped a lot more for me because it was just it was just nice to get things off my chest other than to tell her. Other than to tell me because I became I I became your therapist. My diary. I yes, I became <laughs> I became your diary. That's what we'll go with. I am I am your diary. Yes. And you you could not continue to tell me everything because it was no. very it was very a lot. stressful. It was so stressful. Yes. But that's why that's why having therapists is so important. So that's a really good support. You also have to have a good support system because I think going through the breakup, if you don't have a good support system getting out of the breakup, if you don't have friends, family that you can rely on and they were your only source of happiness, that makes it so much more difficult. So like you can't define yourself by those relationships. I mean, I wouldn't say that he was my only source of happiness, but he was a big part of it. And it's like, he was like more than, he was like half. So there was like a few friends that were like three fourths of one side. And then he was like, just a full half so it kind of felt like my other half was leaving me when he left so I think that's how a lot of people feel like you get out of a relationship and it's like wow I I lost this other half of my heart this other half of my life because you would tell them everything talk to them about everything yes and then the second they leave it's like well who am I supposed to tell now because like in a relationship a healthy relationship I mean they're your best friend they're they're who you go to for everything and then and then they're gone, and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Even if you're the one that decides to break up with them, it's like, well, you were still my best friend, and now we have zero contact, which yeah. is exactly what I went through, by the way. <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's fine. Let's talk about your breakup now. <laughs> I so don't want to talk about this. This is so Too funny. late. I asked, and you have to answer. Okay. Well, my breakup, I, I dated this girl for over a year, um... We, I started dating her right after I came out as bisexual, and it was such a great relationship. She was my best friend for a really long time before we started dating. Our history was a little, <laughs> a little complicated, but overall it was a really healthy, good relationship. But in the end, it was just one of those things where you weren't going to continue to grow with each other, which really sucked because, like, she was my best friend. And losing your best friend really sucks. And before we broke up, you know, making sure that the other person had that source of happiness that was coming from other than the relationship. I don't know. I, we broke up and it was not great for me. I mean, I, I definitely had my struggles and it took a little while and it helped with my self-confidence a lot though. Yeah, because like, now you have a lot of self-love for yes, you. I have so your much body, self-love. Yes, self-love for my mind, self-love for my body. I, just everything, I, it really peaked after I got out of the breakup. After it was like she was the person holding you back in a way. In a, in a way, yes. I think that we were growing together, but then eventually we stopped growing. And so as I was growing in life, I wasn't growing in that relationship anymore. And it started to kind of weigh me down. And nothing against her. Yeah. <laughs> nothing against her. She was great. It, it just, it wasn't for me. It's like a flower. Yes. The, like it goes and goes and goes. But then sometimes it struggles to open if it's closed too hard. So before you can get the beautiful colors, you know, it has to do a little... They can't can't see what you're doing, so I mean... Well, I don't know. Before, it had to, like, 
exercise. No, I Shake kind it of, up. I kind of get what you're saying. I kind of yeah. get it. I kind of <laughs> get it. I think uh, something else for me that helped was um, I spent a lot more time being independent. And so now I feel a lot more independent because I think a lot of people rely on relationships, whether that's, you know, an actual But that's not relationship. What? Being independent. Okay. Well, um. Yes, I guess that's true. You don't want to be a complete loner. Like, you want to have those people. But for me, it's like, I'm totally okay spending a day by myself and I'm not upset about it. Whereas there's some people who, like, they, like, are dying inside <laughs> spending that day alone. Like, they don't have, like, anything going on, any plans. And they just, like, freak out. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think... I think being independent is really helpful. So I started reading. I started journaling. Journaling was super helpful for me. And I know you didn't really get into journaling. And journaling wasn't helpful I just, for you. I don't know. I just don't want to look back on it and remember how I was feeling in that time. See, I'm the opposite because I want to look back and see how I felt. Like, I can look back on my journals now and be like, oh, that's good. Because sometimes I do reflect back and I'm like, why did we break up? Or like, well, why was this so bad for me? And then I can reread my journals. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's what it was. I wouldn't want to remember it, though. Like, if it hurt me that bad, I don't know. I just feel like going back to it and, like, remembering why they hurt me the way they did, Mm -hmm. I just feel like it would break me down again and I would, like, just start over in the place I first was. Yeah. So I'm, like, rehearing it. I get that. And I think that that's why we're a little bit opposite on that because I loved journaling and I think journaling helped me a lot with reflecting. And it's not always that I have to look back on it, but it's also, like, that journal is something that I can confide in that I don't want to confide in my friends or my sister what's she talking about (laughs) I I just I think a journal is super great to keep on hand or in your notes on your phone that's super great because then you can just delete it after a while if you don't want to there was something in one of my books that I was reading about because of course I love reading which everyone will eventually learn but um, it was talking about SFDs, like SFDs, and they're called shitty first drafts. And so it's basically where, like, you're really, you're upset about something. So, like, a breakup. You're upset about your breakup or something happens in a relationship and you just need to vent. And so you you can do this as, like, a voice memo or as a note in your phone or your journal or a video or, you know, whatever. And you just vent it all out. And you just say, like, everything you're thinking, no matter what that means... And you just keep it for yourself. And then you can look back and you can kind of, like, revise it. And that's what I do a lot with my journal where I'll have moments where, like, I'll be freaking out and you need to... Um, I just lost... You're breathing really loud. Oh. You're breathing really loud. <laughs> you're breathing so loud right now. Anyway. Um, what was I even saying? Oh. Uh, with an SFD, a shitty first draft... You get to just vent it all out on your notes or your phone or something. And so I'll look back on those. And so I'll put those down. And after a couple of days or hours or whatever, I can look back on it and I can revise it and say, like, okay, I definitely don't want to leave this in there. Like, this isn't really how I did feel and things like that. And you can just revise it. But by putting it all out there, it's a great way to let things go. So that's what I did a lot after my breakup. (laughs) Forgot we were talking about breakups, honestly. Yeah. We kind of just, like... Topic to topic to topic. Oh, and we're back to the first one. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole point is breakups. So well, Okay, yeah, I know that. Bring it back to breakups for teens. Because breakups are hard. Breakups suck. But we're getting through it. For me, um, you know, like, me and my ex broke up. And then 
what what was it it was like five six months later I was like I'm I was feeling good I mean like that was my first love so it, it was hard and I was like I'm gonna try to move on and just see what that does for me and I end up moving on with someone that was exactly like my ex like to the T it, was, was she not she she was except looks yes she personality wise she was just like my ex which was so it was just so weird I mean they were both they're both kind of shy and they're they're both athletic short <laughs> and everything just it was just I don't know the the vibe and the way that they both are like it was exactly the same and it was like how did I find the exact same person as of you and so after it wasn't even like a month of dating I mean it's like it was two weeks literally two weeks well no I mean we talked for a while and then we yeah, started dating, dating and after because I felt a little bit pressured with the dating situation because she, she was rushing things. She hadn't really dated anybody before, so she didn't really know when the proper time was to, like, date. And so I, I felt like I was just, like, gonna... I rushed a little bit into it, and but it just became a lot really fast, and I just needed boundaries, and that really helped with my independence and setting Let me ask you something. Okay. If you could break... So, didn't... Not necessarily... So, you talked and then broke up, or dated and then broke up. Yeah. If she didn't get all... She wasn't angry, but she was, like, you know, upset as you would after a breakup. And then, like, okay, let me just ask my, the question. My first ex? No, second. The one, the second, two weeks one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, we're going to make up a name. Hamilton. Okay. If Hamilton, if Hamilton wasn't so upset after the breakup and you could go back to the talking stage, do you think you would have? Or would you rather be independent no, I don't think I could have because she was so similar to my previous ex and my issue with my previous ex. I mean, they were the same thing. I mean, it was just, I didn't get any space. Like, it was, there was no space between us. It was like they were attached to me at the hip and it was just a lot. Like, I needed, I needed space and I could not get it. And it was really frustrating and really hard because I just needed my own space and I, I couldn't get it. Do you think I gave you space? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, well, now you're hugging me. So <laughs> not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, like, like I had to set times or, like, days when I was, like, we aren't hanging out. Like, these are days designated to my friends. But then it was, like, even when I did hang out with my friends, it was, like... She still wanted to hang out afterwards. Yeah, they, they, the they would time. still want to hang out and they would still want to be with me. And it was, like, oh, my gosh, stop. Like, it, I it, it was just a now. lot. Like, I, would, I was just, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't do this. Yeah, I kind of struggle with that now with my recent boyfriend I have. It's just, he... He's totally gonna listen to this and be like, oh, I don't care. Taking hints, taking hints. Yeah, get the hint. I mean, I've told this before. Like, when I'm with my friends, like, I had to set boundaries with him a few days ago because I like when I'm with my friends, I'm with them to hang out with them, yes. to talk to them, to, you know, do things with them. And he just always wants to FaceTime me or talk to me or let me text him or something. And it's like, I'll text you every few, like, half hours. But it's like, but it's like you wanna be present with your friends and I don't want to be on my phone when I'm with them because yes. I feel like they think I'm ignoring them or when I was single and my best friend um had her boyfriend and they were on the phone the whole time I that was just was so sitting annoying. there yes that I was, was just so sitting annoying. there like what am I supposed to do so I just go on my phone and then they ask me if I was okay and it's like obviously I'm gonna say like yes I'm fine whatever but, but you're deep not down yeah deep down I'm like well get off the phone so we can hang out because that's why you're with me PSA to everyone that does have a relationship with someone. If you're with your friends, don't FaceTime your significant other. 
you can see them later or talk to them later. Like, I just think it's so disrespectful when you're with someone to then start FaceTiming a significant other. Unless, like, you... Because I had Unless a friend... the other one is. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I had a friend over a couple of days ago and um, she asked... Oh, he asked, but they, he wanted to FaceTime her, and I was like, um, yeah, of course, because I wanted to hear it, because there was tea, and so, I mean, like, that's fine, but it's a lot different when it's, like, the other person isn't being included, and, like, it's just, like, the other person's just kind of sitting there while you're on the phone with your significant other, especially when they're single or not talking to them, they're, like, yeah. significant other, because it's, like, I'm here to hang out with you. If I wanted you to be on the phone with your boyfriend the whole time, I wouldn't have come over, or, like, yeah. I wouldn't have hung out with you. And I hate that. And it's, like, I get it, like, if sometimes, like, they're new to relationships or whatever. Yeah. Like, they always want to talk to them and whatever. But Honeymoon I'm like, phase. Yeah, but it's, like, you guys are then going to get to the point where you can't stay away from each other. Yes. And you are, like, obsessive with each other. And then you're going to get sick of each other, and that's when you're going to break up. Exactly. And you'll have no one because you practically blocked yes. everyone out. Yes. Because you only, person. yeah, because they only wanted to be with their significant other. And it's, like... Then them and their significant other break up and they're like, oh, why are my friends not here anymore? Because you ditched them. Because you ditched them for your significant other that you are now not with because you're literally a 15-year-old. Like, because you're, oh, you're 16. Never mind. <laughs> you just turned 16. Sorry. But, but it's like. Like, you're still, you're a kid. You're not going to marry this person. I mean, like. I know. And it's like, I guess, like, there's like a 2% chance of you doing that. Not even. It's yeah. like half of Negative 1%. Well, there's still something, though. Yes. And I mean, like, like you're, but you're not going to marry that significant other if you. It, like, it just doesn't really happen very often. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, you're going to have a lot of firsts in your life, and he is not going to be your last. She, he, they, them, non-binary, they the will not be your last. Yeah. So don't, don't give up friendships for a significant other. Like, I know that that feels so hard, but, like, you can't do it. I love that we totally got off topic okay, with... but let me say something. Okay. <laughs> if it, and if your significant other or friend makes you want to choose, or they say, like, you have to choose them or me, I would... I'm just giving the advice right now. Always choose the person who doesn't make you... Who doesn't say you have to choose. Yes, because they're then, making you choose. And they will keep doing that over and over again yes. with this, like, different people because so they think... That they're more important, and it's, like, they just want to be with you and only have you. Yes, and it's it's just so selfish if you're not going to let your significant other have friends. And, like, that is probably one of the main reasons a lot of kids break up. And like, Well, I don't even think some people notice the signs. Oh, definitely not. I mean, there's so many red flags. So many red flags. We can do a video on red flags at some point because that, yeah. there's and so I've, many. I've seen, like, in my relationship, I've seen some, but it's not, like big ones like you can't yeah. hang out with a certain person yeah. like one of my friends like I can't see her anymore because her boyfriend and me just don't get along so he's like we can't hang out so he's literally like banned yeah. you from seeing like, I see her once yeah. every three months now because that is what he said and that she wants to stay with him and because she's so been so attached toxic so toxic you can't let your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other control you like that, that it is that is not okay something else I think is toxic is when you're trying to break up with them and they say I'm gonna kill myself yes Oh, my God. Like, that... There was that one girl who yeah. was, like... She... Uh, story time. She sent me videos of her cutting herself and, like, pictures with, like, the blade in her skin and was, like, this is because of you. And it's, like, you literal psychopath. Like, blocked immediately. Immediately blocked. Like, that's... That is unacceptable behavior. And it is not your fault if somebody threatens to break up with you. Or, like, if you threaten to break up with them or you tell them you're breaking up with them and they threaten you back and they're like, well, I'm just going to kill myself if you do that. You break up with them. You can call 911 and send them to their house if you need to. 
but you cannot stay in that relationship. And I think that that's because so important. That's manipulative. Ma- say that word again. Just try it. Manipulative. 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 Well, I, I even, well, manipulative. Manipulative. <laughs> Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> manipulative. Yeah. You're not saying it right. Okay. Well, YOLO. Okay. I just yes, it's so it's so important to not let people take control of you like that. Oh my god, my laptop is acting up. <laughs> Whoa. That was scary. <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah. I mean, if they're threatening to kill themselves, that is not your fault. That's something else that they've got going on. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah. <sighs> wow. That was kind of heavy. I'm sweating from this talk. Really? Yeah, my oh. armpits are full. It's like a pool. Oh. Thank you for sharing that. That's You're welcome, my fellow friends. There's super great information. Okay, well, hopefully somebody got something out of this. We kinda we kinda strayed from, from breakups to toxic relationships. That that's just gonna happen. We can't stay on topic with this girl with ADHD over here. Yes, sir. We're 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 gonna just try to stay on topic. Not working so well. It won't work, trust me. But thank you guys for tuning in and listening. This this was a very interesting podcast. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this worked. Do you want to drop your socials? Sure. Anything that you want anyone to follow you with? My Snapchat and Insta and TikTok. <laughs> what, are, what are the... What are, oh, should I spell it out? I mean, you can. Oh, okay. Um, My Snapchat is Sienna Hagler, S-I-E-N-N-A. Yeah, dot H-A-D-L-E-R. <laughs> Checks to make sure name is correct. Um, my TikTok is your cute LMAO. Um, no caps, no spaces. The correct spelling of your Y-O-U-R-E. Yep. Like you are. And um, my Insta is Hagler Sienna, H-A-G-L-E-R, S-I-E-N-N-A. Awesome. And you guys can follow my Instagram is Marissa Hagler, M-A-R-I-S-S-A. H-A-G-L-E-R. Um, my TikTok is the dot resonator. R-I-S-S. Nator. Nator. I-N-T-O-R. <laughs> so feel free to check out our social medias, I guess. But thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>